0: You're listening to Pop Culture Fanatics, a podcast for the crazy fan in you. Going on, everyone, and welcome to another great edition of At the Movies, brought to you by Pop Culture Fanatics, a podcast for the geek inside of you. It's your boy Val Cisco, alongside me as always, my co-host, Mister Jacob. How you doing, sir?
1: oh I'm ready, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: this is gonna be a good one. So I hope everyone's
0: as hyped as I am. Oh yes, and if you don't know why he's so hyped, and if you haven't read the banner already, this is a. Sp- spoiler 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 episode of the latest mortal Kombat movie that just arrived i want to say about uh, four days ago in the theaters at least in the u.s bound uh, we're gonna get into it because this is a very divided film um from different fan bases from different critics and whatnot and we're we're not gonna hold any punches whatsoever right <laughs>
1: even amongst your local podcasters your favorite local podcasters here this is gonna. this is why this is why this conversation is going to be so great because i don't think me and you have ever been so divided on on like a movie or something as as far as this goes uh, and as far as like podcasting goes because like we usually come to like some kind of like a- agreement whether you know, like you thought it was good and I thought it was great or you know, vice versa. But like this one's here is like polar opposite. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have strong <laughs> opinions good. about this movie, yeah. It's definitely gonna be
0: good. So <laughs> before we get into the great debate, before we get into the eyes of March over here, <laughs> um, <laughs> I just want to get your backstory on just. Mortal Kombat in general like was there a certain time place in history that you just fell in love with Mortal Kombat or just liked it
1: um, you know that's that's a really good question um, I do remember watching either my brothers or like you know some some of the older dudes in, in my family I do remember watching them actually play the game and it was so cool because you know um, the graphics are still great Like, you know, going all the way back to the original games, like to this day, I love the graphics. I love the drawings. um, But it was also just like all the sounds that were in it, right? Like I can hear Liu Kang's kick right now. You know, I can hear Raiden going up and down (laughs) through the ground. (laughs) You know, it was just those little things um, that made it exciting and and just kind of captivated you as you're playing, right? Um, But, my favorite Mortal Kombat memory was actually when the original OG movie first came out. Um, I went with the family of, uh, with a family friend. Like she basically got all the all the boys in the neighborhood that you know that clicked, and she took us all to the movies. Mm-hmm. And um, you know we, we we loved it we fell in love with it right we watched it we had a good time and then like as soon as we got back home like everybody chose their character from the movie they were all, like you know like i'm gonna be Luke kang i'm gonna be rated you know like that and we all just started like fighting each other um you know that that's the shit that i kind of miss, right um but that was like my favorite mortal kombat memory and i think it was like from that point on that i was like you, you know like this is this is great oh yeah that's that's awesome right there i mean Mortal Kombat
0: is synonymous with pop culture uh, ever since 1992 with the original game. And, you know, this game that was created by Ed Boom and John Tobias was a game specifically made for Jean Claude Van Damme. This was supposed to be a John Claude Van Damme versus the world type of game. Fighting game starring Jean Claude Van Damme with those realistic characters that you get from the original game as well too they were going to use this likeness and I think they were hot off the heels of that Street Fighter the movie game that came out with Jean-Claude Van Damme's body being used as well too in that game so they saw money in this but things kind of fell down by the wayside and hell they made a totally different bloody game you know this was a game that was supposed to be mimicking street fighter in a way but they want to up the ante they want you to feel like there was violence like there were stakes in this as much fun as street fighter and street fighter 2 were i feel that the gore aspect then the fan fun aspect of a fighting arcade game was missing a tad bit with street fighter when you got mortal Kombat, the blood oozing from people the fatalities the crazy characters like scorpion sub-zero kano the, the memorable level Yes, so even even like the mm-hmm. original OG level with just Shang son in the background as well too. Mm-hmm. With his old man self is just you know very synonymous with it. So. I, you know, I was with Mortal Kombat since day one with these games, playing on the Sega Genesis, and, you know, I have fond memories of just the midway times of playing Mortal Kombat 3, which was one of my favorite ones, Mortal Kombat Trilogy, right afterwards, and I even stuck around with the Nether- with the Netherrealm ones, with Mortal Kombat 4 Gold, with uh, Mortal Kombat Deception, and Deadly Alliance, and Armageddon, and into the new ones as well, too. Um, I've stood around with Mortal Kombat as a franchise, even with the movies. I went there from 19... 19- Ninety-five and saw Mortal Kombat the movie. I went there to see Mortal Kombat Annihilation and left <laughs> me scratching my head. Um, and even followed like the little fan fiction ones they did on YouTube with Mortal Kombat Legacy and Mortal Kombat um, uh, Defender of the Realms and whatnot, little things like that. Like I was always following this franchise because I felt like there was something there. The lore was there. The different characters was there. The different realms and interesting. Characters and how much that these people have poured into this franchise and still do to this day with Mortal Kombat 11 and aftermath and above. Like there is a fan base, a part of culture that is just so so attached to this IP that I'm just very interested. For me, as a long-term fan, and as you as a fan as well too, how divided this current movie has has put us. So, <laughs> so let's get down to it. We got our history here. Uh, we both are fans of the franchise. Uh, you know what? Before we even get to it, I just want to hear from you too. Do you have a favorite character? Fuck the movie for a second, like that, or all the movies, just in general. Like, do you have a character that you remember going to where you just fell in love with? That you just like that's my dude right there.
1: Um, back in the day, it was Cyrex. Mm. I don't know why. But like I always just thought like his 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 presence his character design was just badass and uh, a little bit of the yellow the the yellow suit
0: uh-huh.
1: kind of just stuck out to me you know what i mean and so like that, that's what caught my attention first. But then, like, as I started playing the games more, um, Kung Lao became, like, my favorite. And just, like, the concept of his hat, it, it just, like, became beautimous to me. And, like, from that point on, like, I just loved him. And then when the Shaolin Monks game come at, came out, I was, like, even more excited because I was like, oh, my God, I get even more Kung Lao.
0: <laughs> I'm so glad you brought up Shaolin Monks because that, to me, is, like... Maybe the top tier Mortal Kombat game that's ever come out. That's PlayStation 2 vibes right there. And that game still mm. holds up to today, man. Like, just the, mm-hmm. the freedom to move around with these characters that you grew up with is just fantastic. And there's different ways of playing with those characters. Kung Lao is a great character. I always felt like he was underrated compared to Liu Kang. You know, people are fanboys, They're gonna go to exactly no matter
1: what. And- but Kung Lao was just awesome. And isn't he the one that, like, inspired Liu Kang? Like, isn't he the one that, like kind of got him into the game if, if i remember my lore right
0: in a way yes um you know you know kong lao is descended from the original uh winner of mortal kombat well not the original winner but the one who beat goro uh, mm. oh, um well actually he was beat by goro but he was the actual person that beat <laughs> shang sun excuse me um mm. so to make sure that earth realm would not get take over took taken over so Kung lao is descended from the from that first champion right there uh for earth realm um so he has a lot like his character his motivations are are so high pressure and same thing with Liu Kang as well too I love the fact that you mentioned um um Cyrex and of course Sector his old buddy right there I love just the history of the funny things like mustard and ketchup that's basically <laughs> what they were in Mortal Kombat 3 <laughs> and then even beyond that too like if you go into their stories and this is what i love about mortal kombat is that people Mm. you know kind of sleep on like the little bit little side scrolls that you get in mortal kombat that people kind of just like press xxx Whoa, let's let's fight let's go no like you know cyrax sector are part of the ling quay family sub-zeros family that basically betrayed the ling quay to use cybernetics to enhance their martial arts like that right there is fucking phenomenal that's where you get smoke the ninja then smoked the actual robot as well too because of cyrex and sector so you know just a little backstory nerdy not with that right there i love those characters as well too me personally i was always a reptile fan huge huge reptile the og hidden character in mortal kombat 1 making a proper Mm. debut in mortal kombat 2 Uh, and i'll Mm. get to probably massacred my boy as well too, but that was
1: my favorite character. <laughs> I I feel you completely, actually. And you know, to me, um, com- what it, I always felt like Reptile was like an underdog, like a, 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 compared to like the other ninjas. Um, I always felt like he was the underdog, but like uh, he had a very huge following. A lot of people loved Reptile, um, so. Yeah, I, I I could see I could see why that meant a lot to you, um, but I, I I'm glad that you kind of brought up like the lore of Mortal Kombat and this is why like as I, I, I've never been a big fan of fighting games, never uh-huh. been. Why? Because like, I've just never been good at them, any of them, any of them ever. But Mortal Kombat, I, I, it was the lore that really got me into the game like especially compared to street fighter like i don't know anything about the characters from street fighter i never really cared to um it was just very unappealing to me and i did not i i couldn't get into it like everyone else did Did but i thought that the characters in mortal kombat were so much more unique i thought that they had you know like they like they could be written more like they could be like they ha- could have a bigger backstory like you could do so much with them with the characters and you know especially when you're comparing like one-on-one you know like why uh scorpion and sub-zero have their thing why uh, sonya and um kano have their thing you know uh-huh. um even you know sonya's and uh Jax's relationship and you know throwing in striker in there right uh-huh. like, I, I, like you could do so much with it and that's what i always love that they did and you know it can Although it changed, it continued to expand. Um, But for the most part, I always thought it stayed on par. And I love that about this game. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean
0: um say what you will about the hokey characters and just like the on the nose names for certain characters but at the end of the day like the lore is so great and so rich mm-hmm. when you have different mm-hmm. realms like adenia earth realm outworld you know things of that nature you know shang sun's island in general is so iconic you know there's so much a deep dive different characters and motivations you know when you're looking at dina you're looking at katana the princess you know you look at Sendel, the queen and so many people to come out of that jade as well too when you're looking at outworld the Khan. when you're looking at shang's son when you're looking at um
1: melina the
0: betray sister oh well you're the, the clone see uh, i think people <laughs> love to look at her as a sister but at the end of the day she's a freaking clone she's katana's clone with a little bit of tarkak and blood in her she has that baraka mouth that people love as <laughs> well too which is so iconic you know even you know the nether realm with with Quan chi scorpion noob saibot so much to even go with that as well too and of course earth realm the special forces like you said jax sonya striker you have you know the shaolin monks as we said before and different little characters as well too the ling Kuei with sub-zero um uh, the shira ryu with scorpion and uh so many other characters as well um the black dragon clan um uh, with Kano and some other people, Cabal, as well, as well too. Like so much rich history in this franchise um, that was erased in this goddamn movie. So let's get let, let's get let's get down <laughs> to it. Let's 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 talk about this right here. Mortal Kombat is a 2021 American martial arts fantasy film directed by I'm gonna botch his name, but I think it's Simon McQuoid. Uh, I think you're right. McCoy in his feature directing debut. (laughs) This is his first fucking movie, sir. And uh, go on, go on, say what you will. (laughs) Okay, screenplay by Greg Russo and. David Callahan, the story by Russo as well too, based on the video game franchise by the same name, created by Ed Boom and John Tobias so, this is a reboot of the Mortal Kombat franchise film that started in 1995 with Mortal Kombat and then the failure with Annihilation in 1997 this movie has been in production hell since I want to say 2011 with different people trying to acquire the rights to Mortal Kombat, whether it was going to be a continuation of the original films or a completely different film altogether. Finally, it debuted on April 8th, 2021 internationally, and of course, April 23rd in the United States. Seemingly having mixed reviews, but mostly positive from critics and fans alike. Let's get into this right here. This movie has made so far almost a $100 million worldwide. Oh, is that the updated numbers? Yes. Wow. Yes so let's get into this man because you know it already it surpassed what, it, it, what the budget was it was the budget of 55 million dollars already so if it's making that much money and of course the director already has been planning sequels multiple sequels i think mo- most of the actors have signed up for at least a contract of three to four movies already um let's get into this we won't we won't go into beat by beat about this movie whatsoever because we wanted you guys to see it we gave the people enough time so spoilers as well too let's just start off with jake what did you love about this movie
1: um you know there wasn't anything specific other than i kind of got what i was partially expecting um like. I just enjoyed it like to me it was a ride it was it I I love the kind of modern take on it I really did um because you know there was a campiness to this right There's just you know <laughs> there was there was definitely a campiness to this but so but it's for for something like this I would kind of expect it right this isn't like a um this isn't like a, like an underground boxing club, right? No, like that—that's a realistic. It's it a kind of realistic. Thing. It was close, <laughs> <laughs> but the whole lore of mortal combat is that you know just that right you know you have these um worlds and these people competing to basically claim reign right so there's gonna be that kind of campiness to it because you know there's these unbelievable characters with these unbelievable moves right and then you know to really make the fights exciting i mean you kind of have to throw in You know like the pain the you know the being able to be thrown across the room like break your back in half but still get up and be like all right you know ready for the next round you know i love that that was thrown in there because again like if if you had made this too realistic then it wouldn't be mortal kombat and that's what i loved about this is is i got the campiness that wasn't too extra for me i mean yes there were things that i wish it could fix but sticking on you know what i loved it was just that I, I got the characters that, that you know, um, that were executed for the most part, pretty great in my eyes. Um, and I just kind of love the writers and, you know, the directors take on some of the character stories um, and their personalities. You know what I mean? Because we have what the game's given us. Yes. But again, those have changed themselves over the years, right? And, you know, you have different lores for each character, you know, um, going this way, this way. Um, But, you know, they kind of took all that that's just been explored over the years and changed and, you know, shared and kind of, you know, took a little bit of this and that and, you know, gave us the characters that we got. And And I was 100% totally okay with that. It it wasn't anything specific other than just, you know, the detail, you know, um, the, the fighting and, um, I, the, the one other thing that I pointed out that I, I realized that was like really cool was you actually saw a lot of the moves, um, portrayed in the films. You know, a lot of the moves that you would, uh, that that you could do as your character, they performed some of those moves, um, and added them into the movie. And I absolutely love that.
0: Okay. Okay, I could agree with you when it comes to the campiness, I do love the campiness, but I feel like all the movies have had a campiness to them in general, Um, so I was expecting the camp from the commercials that we saw, the campier the better in my opinion, you know, but I felt like also all the campy stuff that we saw in the movie, we saw in the trailers. Especially with, you know, the Kano winds ripping out the heart, you know, the Scorpion, get over here, the Liu Kang dragon fire. I feel like all those main parts are already in the trailer,
1: so nothing surprised me. Uh, yes, see, but that's not a Mortal Kombat fault. Kind of, yes, but that's just cinema. Like, you know how I feel about trailers. I fucking hate trailers. Why? Because everybody throws in too goddamn much that's one thing I hate about trailers and comedy is the worst because they throw in all the good fucking jokes at the time by the time you go watch the movie you damn heard all the good jokes so there's nothing to expect so that was my one my first issue and like just like the jackasses that watched the first 10 minutes of the movie that got released like why would you do that there's no point in that you're gonna go watch it and honestly if we're gonna be serious like that was some of the best writing of that movie period so you just saw (laughs) Probably the only part that was going to matter to you, right? Um, But why do that? Why do that to yourself? There, there, there was no reason for that. I don't understand why people have to do that. And that's just my biggest issue with cinema. Like, tone it down. You don't have to show me everything. When you show me everything, then you know, then I'm watching Dark Phoenix all over again. Well, here's a, okay, uh, I'll
0: I'll, before (laughs) before I go on my rampage. I will stick with the good that we have right here because we're sticking with the good at the moment in time. So I would agree with you. The, the campiness that's happening, the fatalities that we saw, um, the cheesy one-liners that we got from Kano were pretty cool as well too. The interactions with, let's see, a Kano and a Sonya Blade was, was awesome to see. Um, and of course, that beautiful first 10 minutes of the movie, which... In my opinion, are the best parts of the fucking movie. <laughs> it really sense. is, and even with that being said, flaws to that part as well too. And I'll get to that later on. But if you flaws out, take ten minutes, just and 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 longing and and, and hurt and pain feeling you're just the pain coming out of 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 enzo's eyes when he sees his family just you know frozen and and nothing that he can do about that and finally laying his eyes on and it's just that anger and and resentment and and rage between both of them um that was a perfect, perfect opening to this movie. Um, I felt like that was a high that I never got back. That was just my personal belief that, as as much as I saw that first ten minutes, and that fight scene, and that drama, I never was brought back to that moment again to feel that. But yeah, I, I love the, the little Easter eggs throughout the movie. You know, you got to see some things of DNA, mm-hmm. You got to see some Outworld references, Shere Khan references. Um, um, oh man like
1: and just different characters I mean you know there were several characters that were either mentioned or you know you saw like the little... Shao Kahn
0: statue was just beautiful and then the Kung Lao yeah. portrait was awesome as well too mm-hmm mm-hmm um, there was portraits of Koto Kon the new games as well, too. I believe we got some um, um, uh, katana as well. Too. You saw katana's
1: blades at one point in Raiden's Temple. So Nightwolf. a
0: lot of stuff. Nightwolf. There was a picture of Nightwolf in one did, of the scrolls.
1: Did anybody notice, too, during and an, um, I, I, I could be overthinking it, but during the Sub-Zero and Jack's fight, there was... I want to say there was a combo drawn in the back. Did anybody else catch that? Yeah, there was a combo draw in the back. I think it was a fatality. (laughs) (laughs) See, I thought so. I looked at that and I was like, does that say left, right? It sure does.
0: I believe that was Sub-Zero's original fatality. (laughs) Nice, nice. So those callbacks, I can appreciate. That's when you uh, are trying to give some fan service right there. And I do believe the director is a fan of the game. Like his favorite characters are, uh, and he and quoted as well too that he said his favorite characters is like people from Adenia, like like uh, Katana, Sidel, and Jade. And that's why he didn't purposely put them in this movie because if there was a sequel, he wants to explore those characters later on. So I get it, totally get it, understand. I'm on board for that. You got me there. Um, Was there a specific character that you gravitated throughout the whole movie? That I gravitated towards the whole movie? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, You know, this might be a curveball, but um, I kind of gravitated towards um, Sub-Zero. Because I love the actor that played him Mm -hmm. like I I, you know um, because how I'm trying to explain this like you know that beef between you know Sub-Zero and um, Scorpion and it was portrayed beautifully but like the evil in his eyes like the like once he locked on and um, you know like you could see like how I don't want to say desperate, but like how eager he was to kill his victim. Like, and just being able to show that with his eyes was like beautiful. Um said, I love the character and, and you know, um, this was very much a Sub-Zero movie for the most part. Yeah it, was. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. But I love the actor that played him. And I love the, because, you know, there are, you know, more than one Sub-Zero, right? But, and and I don't remember my, my lore much on, but like I believe this is the original brother yes. um and what I know is that he was an asshole like he was just a fucking dick and you know he was he was just a fucking yeah an uh uh evil and so like that's what I got out of this guy and um I loved it I love the portrayal of this one and um I'm actually excited because I think I know what's gonna happen to this guy um if a sequel happens um but I'm pretty sure we'll get to that later
0: yeah, definitely. I mean, the actor was fantastic, playing beyond Sub-Zero. You know, uh, um, me, myself, like, I gravitated to a couple of people. Uh, um, I'm probably going to botch his name, but I'm going to go for it right here. Yuki Sanada, playing Hanzo Asashi, Scorpion. I thought I saw the pain and malice in his eyes in that first 10 minutes, and oh, I loved so it. You didn't, you didn't let us pick more
1: than one. You said, what character? Okay, that's the character <laughs> but no, but no, I chose let, right let there. Ch- Let's let's share that though, because um Hiro Yuki Sanada as Scorpion was just fantastic. Like uh um I this may not have been the scorpion that people wanted as far as like you know later. Um, but you're right. Like um the part that I loved was um uh, when he's trying to get to his child, his baby. And he can't, and he knows that he's not going to make it, but, like, damn it, he he tried to the very, very, very end. And I was just thinking, like, damn, like, that must be a fucking heartbreaking way to go. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, and and Hiroyuki Sanada is um, a fantastic actor. If you have, I mean, most people will probably recognize him from The Last Samurai, but, I mean, he is a very, very... Uh, prominent Japanese actor. Um, he's really good at what he does. Um, I've seen him in several films, and he's just fantastic. And so um, I want to know how much of what he did um, in this movie, like how much of it was like his stunts and like how much of he performed. But I can see him doing a lot of it. And I thought that he was just a fantastic um, Hanzo. Well, he was only in 12 minutes of the goddamn movie, so it might not be a lot. <laughs> but um
0: to that later. I, I think uh Josh Lawson playing Kano was fucking fantastic. To me, Kano sold the goddamn movie for me. I think this was an actor that saw the script and said, I'm down. I know what I'm doing. Can't be Kano and just a bunch of F bombs all over the place. The only reason why this movie got a radar, I think, is because of Kano and his mouth.
1: <laughs> straight up. <laughs> you fucking pussy. <laughs> I've never seen somebody get so angry over an egg roll, and it was the greatest thing ever.
0: <laughs> Meltdown with a fucking egg roll, and then the just the joy, the euphoria of 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 having a laser eye. One laser eye just
1: going nuts over that. <laughs> hey it's the little things man but no he was you know like i said i i, I think he studied um i don't i want to know how much of a fan or how much of the character um he knew that he was playing um but like you're right like he obviously studied what he was supposed to do and he executed it beautifully
0: i think a lot of people understood their characters uh, i'm not gonna any anybody who had a, a specific character, they really did their best to hone in on the characters. Like, you know, um, what, I wouldn't say name? everybody. Well, God, uh, what's her name? McNamee, uh playing Sonia Blake. Um, Play. Yeah, Mc, Ooh, she she got Sonia to a T down. Uh, I'm not mad at her. I think uh, Jax was pretty damn good as well too. I think Kun Lao was mm-hmm. ex- excellent. Um, you saw that arrogance, that cockiness,
1: that yes. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. I, I love the, as, as as much as Kung Lao is my favorite character. Um, <laughs> I guess I was expecting more of like the kind of Zen-ish kind of thing from him, but no. Like I got straight arrogance, and I just don't like that kind of person. So I was like, "Fuck you!" Well,
0: Kung this Lao. is why he dies <laughs> but, in the game but, too. So because he's that arrogant. Is,
1: yes. Yes, and as you said, because he knows where he comes from, so he puts himself on that pedestal. Um, but he he did he executed that great. Um, can I can I throw in like I'm sorry, and I know like people. I know he wasn't like a hunky like Luke Kang. but I love this Luke Kang because there's like a innocence to him that like. <sighs> Like, he knows that he has much to learn. Um, he knows the job that they're, like, not even given. Like, they're kind of forced to do. Um, and he's up to the task for it. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this Liu Kang. Um, I, 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 again, I think I think everyone is just consistently comparing him to the original, which is natural. That's going to happen. I don't think that you should ever really do that, though. Um, but, like, I love this portrayal of Liu Kang
0: frail for me, on the frail side, um, and he was a little too zen for me as well too. I think if you want that zen feeling from a character, you got it from Lou in this movie. <laughs> yeah,
1: you uh-huh. really did. <laughs> um, this I, is I, like Liu Kang straight out of Shaolin Monk's compared to is. all the games. This is this is Shaolin Monk's Liu Kang, for sure. And, you know, we got
0: some Shaolin Monk you know, beatdown as well too, with both of them tag-teaming together at one point in the movie as well, mm-hmm. so that was cool. Um mm-hmm before we get into like the characters that didn't really work that well gotta shout out you know you know just um just the the, the dialects and the languages that they use in this movie especially in that first 10 minutes with you know uh, being japanese and uh, bihan being chinese and just the different variations of of conversation they were going through even to a part where you know you know bihan is just berating hanzo in his own language, and Hanso not giving shits. He's like, I don't even understand you, but I know. Like, I love that aspect of right there. Mm-hmm. That of that samurai ninja war. That's that's bred. Is, is birthed in reality. Like, this is real, real things that have happened of our lives in the course of history. So to see that portrayed on film was just blissful, in my opinion. I loved it.
1: No, for sure, absolutely. Like that was. I love that little detail because a lot of people don't really expect that, you know what I mean? Like, they don't think about that, like, you know what I mean? Like, these two dudes absolutely hate each other. They've obviously been at war for, um... You know quite some time and you know even for smug ass uh 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 bihan to like speak in japanese to like his family <laughs> i thought that that was like bro like that's how much like i <laughs> was like that's a <laughs> And
0: i gotta love the the representation of nationalities in this film as well too because they could have yes. easily just made bihan speak japanese the call of the day just so everybody could be on the same
1: page but no they could have just thrown that. gently to play every asian character right You know, (laughs) right.
0: Exactly. They show that this is a Chinese character rooted in Uh, Chinese culture, even like down to the garb he was wearing and the the mm -hmm. mannerisms to his martial arts. It was really I'll get into Shang Tsung in a second. (laughs) No, but we're just
1: talking about the representation, right? Again, for the most part, I think they did very well for the representation um, across the board.
0: Yeah, even Melina, uh, you know, uh, I know a lot of backlash came to the character because they said, oh, Melina is a black girl. How dare they? No, that's not in the the comics. That's not in the games. That's not in the past movies. This is where I'm going to take a stand and be like, who gives a fuck? Because at the end of the day, don't look at the color in this. Look at how that character is going to represent that character or how this actor is going to represent that character in the film. Like did she said, do an okay job? Exactly, exactly. Now, did she do a good job? Uh, but you know, I don't I, think that I, was her fault. Uh, I don't know, man.
1: I mean, I don't because because when you really think about it, as as especially as much as she was shown, she didn't have that much screen time, so there wasn't a lot for her to do. She was placed in very specific areas primarily just to do what she did which was mainly just fighting there wasn't a lot given to her okay, so what are there, you supposed to do
0: there could have been motivation that's the thing like, there's, there, there, there was a lack of motivation to mostly all these characters in this movie like a lack of direction like what is my purpose and i'll get into that as well too because i feel like there you were either expected to know these characters and if you don't know these characters whatsoever you wanted a little backstory you really didn't get it they were just thrown at you and Mm then most of them died and it was like well fuck off then right so i don't know stakes weren't as high as i wanted them to be but for the most part fantastic the the costume designs was pretty badass as well too i think visually this movie is great and i i guarantee you i guarantee you there's a director's cut out there of this movie that probably makes more sense than what we got in this movie
1: oh for sure for sure and i mean this this went into production like around covid too didn't it so i'm it pretty did. sure that there's some some i'm pretty sure that that affected Ooh, the overall outcome of what we got. To some
0: degree. So I will give it that. Okay. I think I gushed over it enough. Do you mind if I just hit <laughs> the wheel a little bit? Go for it, bro. Go for it. Okay. As much as I adore the opening 10 minutes of the Hanzo clan or the Shirai Ryu getting invaded by just like three people in Sub-Zero. Because that's what it felt like. It's like the budget went to three people on the screen in Sub-Zero. And then the massacring, like, three people from the Hanzo clan. There was, like, a gardener, a guy with a sword walking <laughs> around, and then the family. That was fucking it. <laughs> like, not really protected. This this almighty, like, Shirai Ryu clan just got massacred uh, by, like, three people, which is hilarious. But nonetheless, I, 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 my biggest gripe with this is that as much as we... As Mortal Kombat has changed throughout the years... The one consistent thing has been... The story... The rivalry between Scorpion and Sub-Zero... And... That... Has roots... With Shang Sun. It has roots... With Quan Chi... And... When you take those elements... Out of the equation... Scorpion makes no sense... And in turn... Sub-Zero makes no sense, because in the game, and we've seen the comics, and in the the graphic novels out there, and hell, even in the animated movies, Sub-Zero never officially attacked the Shirai Ryu clan. It was Quan Chi imposing to make it seem like Sub-Zero did it. To make it seem like they had this clan war. So when... He died, Hanzo died, and gets respawned as Scorpion. This Hellspawn, seeking revenge, he falsely kills B-Han for the death of his family. Thus creating Noob Saibot in the Netherrealm. So, these little intricate parts, they have to make sense for character development. That has not changed throughout the course of time. When you take that out of the equation... It just makes you feel like, well, Sub-Zero's a jerk. I guess Hanzo was a nice guy. But we don't know why they were pissed off at each other in the first place. So the motivation, or the lack of motivation, is showing there. Um, And then, of course, the backdrop. The backdrop, which falls on the baby that's left behind. Taken by Raiden, who fucking could have helped if he wanted to. This fucking asshole. If there's an asshole there, it's fucking Raiden coming down. Boof! Lightning bitches. What's good, Scorpion? Ah, shit. You evaporated. I couldn't fucking help you. I'm gonna get your baby and I'm gonna fucking put him somewhere. Uh, her somewhere, because that's a woman. Uh, chick. Alright, cool. Boom. Pan out. We get out of that beautiful scene and we get to a MMA fighter getting his hands wrapped in yellow tape symbolizing who? Scorpion maybe? No. We get... Cole, motherfucking Young. Can I just get <laughs> your opinion on Cole Young, please?
1: I mean, he's cute, Fuck but he—I'm <laughs> he... I- just gonna throw it out there. Like, Cole Young is probably the most useless character I've uh, ever seen in the movie, as far as like something as consequential as this one. You know, um, like. He's like the Russian family of this movie. <laughs> uh, 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 of Justice League, right? Yeah. Definitely. He just, <laughs> he's the Russian Justice League family of Mortal Kombat. Like he really like but, but you know what? You know what makes me mad about this character was with Mortal Kombat, you can add a character all fucking day. You can. not Given the right story, given the right, you know, um uh attributes you know you can add in a character all fucking day so this was a hugely missed opportunity to add in a character that people are gonna crave people are gonna demand that you add into this game this was a huge missed opportunity for that and you totally missed that you have over
0: a hundred characters in the Mortal Kombat franchise and you had to make up one. And I was okay with that. I remember I told you months ago, like I kind of feel weird about this. And you're like, well, Mortal Kombat usually puts new characters all the time. I'm like, you're right. I shouldn't I shouldn't be harsh on this just yet, right? But I was already feeling weird about it. And just to have this nonsensical plot line that he is like the last remaining um bloodline to the to the to the Shirai Ryu clan. And he's like Scorpion's great 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 grandson. It, it it felt just forced. And it felt like we had to go on this journey with this character that no one cared about. He wasn't <laughs> likable. He wasn't likable whatsoever. He got his Not ass beat all. in this little MMA fight consistently. You know, he his, his, I think family... his family was more annoying than he was. Yeah. His family didn't matter, his wife is like... like I forgot. Yeah, like your daughter's your trainer? Like, uh, alright, cool, that's his daughter, right? It's his daughter, right? It I was think, his daughter, Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, his daughter's his trainer, his wife doesn't give a fuck. She's like, I don't even go these anymore. She's looking pretty damn good for her life. While everybody <laughs> looks like they're poor as fuck. But I digress. Like, she's there. Um, his trainers for shit as well too saying you're gonna be doing this um, this character just makes no sense whatsoever it doesn't feel doesn't feel like your hero to be following when you have an abundant amount of heroes in a Mortal Kombat franchise you make up this lackluster character for peace sakes and it makes no sense whatsoever so I have my gripe of cult here's my other gripe of the movie I understand marketing and I understand you need to sell a movie you need to sell trailers, I get it but, here's the thing I am not a Scorpion fanboy whatsoever he's one of my least favorite characters in the Mortal Kombat franchise as is Sub-Zero I feel that both of those characters are like you know, when you look at the X-Men you're like, I love Wolverine because Wolverine, right? Like that's how I feel about Scorpion half the time Um, (laughs) yeah, it's like, I play Morals of Kaka I play Wolverine all the time, spamming you know, that's how I feel about Scorpion Um, but I will respect the character because without Scorpion, there probably wouldn't be a Mortal Kombat franchise because he's such a beloved character to the point where he's like been the mascot of Netherrealm because he's been the, the, the cover guy for most Mortal Kombat games. Like that character is so beloved, so synonymous. Get over here is such a iconic phrase from a character the fact that the marketing of this movie was for you to be sold on the fact that you were going to see this blood feud between scorpion and sub-zero and when you finally get into the movie you barely get to see scorpion throughout the whole Dan movie you get at least less than 15 minutes of his presence throughout the whole movie throughout the whole fucking movie and then at the end of the movie you kind of nerf this character this this fucking character is supposed to be like spawn this character is supposed to be like the devil incarnate coming out from hell and wreaking havoc on the world and you make him still get his ass beat with his great 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 reject son as well too grandson like by this overpowered sub-zero don't get me twisted. I know people will want to see Sub-Zero get more love. They're like, oh, Scorpion always gets the love. But come on now. The fact that like Sub-Zero was on Shang Tsung level compared to Scorpion and Cole together, there has to be some shenanigans going around right now.
1: I mean, I could see that. But um, in context, I just feel like, especially you know, given the whole kana and power whatever the fuck was going on there um i felt like you know like this was a character who just understood and like really um took heed of his power like honestly i mean anybody can do that right um you know just because uh, you know somebody's uh grander bigger you know more strength like it's I, again uh what i saw in sub-zero was that was somebody who obviously understood their power um i'm gonna and pull so bullshit we, on you
0: on that I'm going to call bullshit on that right now. Sorry to cut you off, but Luke had made a motherfucking manifested a motherfucking dragon out of flames. Okay? And he still got his ass beat. So, I don't know, man.
1: I. So, I digress. Um, so, Sub-Zero was fantastic. Um, and he just kicked ass and you're just mad about that. I mean, that's really what it comes down to it. I'm, not,
0: I'm more upset at the fact that even with um, making Sub-Zero OP, I can get behind that if there was a reason for it, too. Like, this is a character who essentially was, has been living for a thousand years, right, if you want to say that. We don't mm-hmm. get any backstory of why. We get Shang Tsung's yeah, involvement, sure. and he doesn't give any backstory if he's done anything to Sub-Zero. Mm-hmm. All we know is that he follows Shang son We don't know if there's a spell, we don't know if he's dead, we don't know if he's alive,
1: we just know that he's Sub-Zero. Wow. And that's really about it. <laughs> really? <laughs> um, no, but you're right. You're right. I will give you that. I mean, there was there was a lot of... There's a lot of open... Open, um,
0: open doors, yeah. Fancy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I understand yeah, that. No. There, there's a lot of plot there's holes. Shanks, Shanks a lot of himself holes. is a plot hole. The whole premise of Mortal Kombat. You have the fucking movie explained to you within the first one minute of the movie, right? It's like, Outworld has defeated Earthrealm. Nine times already. If they do it one more time in the tournament of Mortal Kombat, they have a chance to invade Earthrealm, right? So what the fuck are they doing in this movie? They're just saying, fuck a tournament. We're just going to invade it anyway. What? Oh, fuck the gods. They don't matter. I'm going to do what I want, bitches. Okay. Maybe there's a motivation. Maybe he's doing it for Shao Kahn. Maybe he's doing it for someone. Maybe he's doing it for himself. We saw Shinnok's amulet at one point in the movie. Maybe he's doing it for Shinnok. No. No, he just gets all black-eyed and says, all right, guys, fuck off and start killing people. And I'm like, this is such an iconic character as well, too. From 1992 and on, right now, even till this day, being used in the Mortal Kombat games comic book series, like, this character is very beloved and has fantastic motivations he is sly he's a sorcerer he is someone that's always looking for himself looking for the edge looking for him to be the greatest of all and the lack of Character development that you give Shanks on this movie—it's just—it's—it's it's outstanding. He has no motivation whatsoever. He's not having a cause. There isn't even a fucking Shanks on island. He's on a fucking floating Thanos rock at one point. I'm, <laughs> I, 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 I think we're in Outworld. It does—they don't say. It was Outworld. Okay. It was. Good. Out-
1: it did say Outworld.
0: Okay. Good. All right. Fine. Fucking Outworld looks like fucking Thanos is in space right now. Fantastic. <laughs> um, I just felt like. <clears throat> he was there just to be there because people in Mortal Com- that love Mortal Kombat need a villain, and he's like a sub-villain. But even that, Sub-Zero fucking surpasses him in power, <laughs> in, in strength, in ferocity, in, in in every aspect. Like, he feels like the villain more than Shang Tsung.
1: I will give you that. Um see what what my thought process on the plot was um but it just wasn't executed like that which i thought was like actually kind of i don't want to say genius but it was kind of brilliant was um as as they kind of pointed out it's like you know um he obviously saw some sort of um i guess ripple in the rules right he he, you know he found a window of opportunity that worked um whereas they said the guys just weren't giving a shit; they weren't intervening Right. Um, as he bended the rules. So it's like, OK, how far can I take this? Right. Um, and my thought process was that he was um, singly just eliminating the um, the uh, 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 Eliminating and assassinating all the Earth Realms uh, 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 champions, Eiosis. you know, one yeah. by one, you know, one by one, which, again, that's fucking genius. That's brilliant. That is something that Shang Tsung would probably do. Right but it wasn't executed like that um it like you said he just like wanders in and is like all right guys have a good you know bringing the kids to the candy store Is like all right good ha- have a good time like no um that's dumb um and so and what also um i got out of the shanks thing is um i didn't see him ready to fight at all nope. which and he's he he is a very powerful character like this dude can kick your ass um but i didn't get that from him um and i again i don't necessarily blame this actor's portrayal of it again I, I think it was the writing that was presented to him um so uh i i don't i don't think that this director had that um i don't think this director intended for him to fight at all or to give the presence of his fight other than just him being that evil presence which didn't work for this character
0: yeah he was supposed to be the invisible hand behind it all it just didn't feel right he didn't feel threatened no. whatsoever um no. and even his characters like his 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 goons if you will never felt threatening at any point whatsoever throughout the mm-hmm. whole movie even goro prince goro who is such an iconic character yep. in the mortal Kombat franchise gets killed by Call of all people you got the <laughs> fucking new Aquaman, fucking nightstick, fucking wearing armor, coal to fucking kill Goro, and it's like that's like a slap in the face, kind of, because Goro's supposed to be that number two, that that number two villain in the games before you get to Shang Tsung, and he gets wiped out by the newbie. I mean, that's like a disservice to the fandoms, right there. Even
1: partially if, by the newbie's wife. Apart- I, remember, yeah, I forgot about up. that. Oh. She gets up with a fucking axe. <laughs> I was like. And oh he's like, the God. fuck?
0: <laughs> it's like, I don't I, I don't get it. Like, I I I don't get the motivation behind <clears throat> that right there. Like, I, I I could see your point if you're saying that he's trying to eliminate the opposition before the tournament starts. But if you even look at throughout the movie, besides maybe one or two characters, the, all these outworld invaders were whipping ass and pretty much could have killed everybody at any moment. So you could have had your Mortal Kombat tournament and wiped ass with no problem. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, like, that would have probably been a smarter thing to go through, right? there. Besides this bullshit. Um, and then, like, they have a pre-Mortal Kombat fight as well, too, throughout the, the movie. They keep on talking about the tournament. Now we have to get ready for the tournament. Uh, We never see the tournament whatsoever. We get a pre-tournament with all these fighters being teleported by Raiden to fight these characters, killing these characters, and it just made no sense, in my opinion. I felt like we were just killing just to kill we were doing finishers just to do finishers and Mm -hmm. the motivation did what people wanted to see was the outcome between this overpowered bihan taking on hanzo asashi finally and yes we did get that toward the end of the movie we got scorpion finally come out he came back because he saw his his lineage fight and make a stand against bihan so that encouraged him to come out of hell and say, what's up, motherfucker? I'm gonna come kill you right now. And even that fight, it felt slow and methodical. It didn't feel like an actual Scorby versus Sub-Zero fight. Like, at times it felt good, but then again, like, uh, Cole being intervened in it, it just felt watered down. I felt like this whole movie just felt watered down. What are you talking down. about? He
1: was he was, he was fighting ice the entire time that he <laughs> fucking oh, yeah. Scorpion was, was fighting something.
0: <laughs> it was it was ice. He could take
1: down, apparently. <laughs> and it then... Was, they they said, hey, remember that scene from Resident Evil 5 where Chris punches the rock? Like, you think we could do that here? <laughs>
0: yeah. No, yeah! <laughs> I, 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 literal, fucking Luke Kang even says the fucking line, too, in the movie. Oh, sometimes we need, what is it? Well, here we must test our might. Okay, I get it. We're using puns. We're having fun with the movie. I get it. We're being campy. <laughs> I get it. Um, nothing wrong with it. Well, all right, let's talk about being campy. Let's talk about what is it called? The Akira? Oh, the Kana. The Kana. Akana. There we go. Yeah, um, the Akana. What? Number one, this has never been used in any Mortal Kombat game whatsoever. No. This does not exist. What no, the damn. fuck is this? This, re- this reminds me of Dragon Ball was a dragon ball movie uh whatever the fuck it was called where he was like you must use your kai kai is everything kai flows around you this guy's throwing fucking air parts out everywhere um that's what it reminded me of you just move your uh uh, you know you you know you just find your energy and and that's when you'll be ready to enter the tournament the fuck like when was this ever why why I mean, I get. I, I, no, I don't get it. I yeah. don't get it whatsoever. I don't. I,
1: whatsoever. I, I, no, we're 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 trying to like. This is one of the few things in the movie that I actually just completely disagreed with, and and I, I thought was just completely unnecessary. I see what they were trying to do, as far as giving these characters a reason to be champions, right? It's like, you know, oh, like, Kano isn't just some dude that has, you know, a fucking laser eye. Like, this is how it happens. They were trying to create a new creative way to, um explain everybody's powers and you know what they can do and and i I see what they were trying to do with that but it just didn't work because it doesn't make sense because these are chosen people because of the powers that they possess right these are very unique characters already right so what they tried to do was all the story that they could have filled and and present it to us to give us something a little more smooth all that that they didn't do they used that time to explain everybody's powers with Akana which makes
0: no sense no sense
1: no like not at all that was like, unnecessary like there's no reason for Jax to be boxing with his fucking little tyrannosaurus arms and then suddenly <laughs> he can lift <laughs> a giant rock because because he didn't even kill anybody because he was just trying to save sonia this is the only reason why he got his akana right kano only got his laser eye because he wanted a fucking agro. like I, yes it was funny it was cute but no like, <clears throat> these are these are characters who have that. They were gifted that. I, I don't know how all oh, of them got their
0: powers. But They gave up already with Sonya coming at the end with the fucking rings. They didn't even have to explain it. They were like, fuck it, she has this
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm actually mad that they did that and not the kiss of death, because I really wanted a kiss of death.
0: Yeah, I would have been happy with a kiss of death as well, too. and uh. It just—it uh, it makes yeah. no sense. If we're gonna go campy with this movie, then you really don't need to explain power sets that much. You just accept no. that these characters have powers. Like, yeah. we, didn't, we didn't go through this whole show with <clears throat> Sub Zero. We—we we were introduced to the fact that this character has ice powers and he's a badass. Do we—do we need to go to the backstory? No, we just knew that he was a badass.
1: <laughs> well, and, and and but like we kind of got an idea. Because, remember, like, did you notice, like, his expression of pain at the very beginning when, like, you know, he sees his ice and he's, like, kind of, like, you know. He gets, like, cross starts bleeding. Yeah, you know, like, obviously, you know, it's something that he's developing and, you know, he's obviously just having fun with it, right? But, like, that was enough. There's something like that. But when you take this all the way down to the YouTube series, the Mortal Kombat, right, things that came out, like... No, even them, I think they explain like people's powers and shit on that. I don't remember. I think I only saw like two or three episodes of it. Well, it but still like, doesn't
0: make sense cause look at fucking Ku Lao. what is this? What is his power? His hat? Come on now. Like if you really have to think about a movie to this degree, there's some flaws, and we have to really talk about like why it, it fucking sucks at that yeah. point because yeah. like- to, to me,
1: yes, that was to me, this is besides Cole. This was the biggest missed opportunity here. Because this was unnecessary. Um, Everybody could have just been completely fine the way they are. Because I guarantee you, there's not a lot of people on this planet who are dying to know why these people have their powers. No. No. Because 80% of the people that watch this movie, 85% of the people that watch this movie, are Mortal Kombat fans or... Have some degree of knowledge of Mortal Kombat. Yep. So you basically catered to this ginormous audience that you thought was going to want to, like, no. <laughs> that was unnecessary. Like, uh, I think
0: the Kano one bothered me the most, and Jackson bothered me the most because of the fact that. There's a rich history of cybernetics in Mortal Kombat. Like I said, I was talking about the Link with, mm-hmm. with, with, with Cyrex and Sector, the Black Dragon Clan with cybernetics. That's why Kano has an enhanced eye because he's a world-class assassin, and he's always looking to upgrade himself. That's why he's lived for so long. It makes fucking sense. That's why Cabal is the way Cabal is. Um you know there, there's so, so much rich history and sometimes you don't need to explain you don't need to over explain things whatsoever it's a simple story you know of just martial artists coming together banding together to fight the ultimate evil it's that fucking simple and i feel like they overcomplicated it to the point where uh, they just want to rely on the fatalities the funny campy comedy and the characters that you know and love. But other than that, I think the story was just pretty damn horrible. I mean, uh, and then of course, the biggest gripe right now, my favorite character, Reptile, looking like a fucking wolf lizard, uh, barely could be seen. <laughs> I guess the CGI couldn't fucking, they couldn't, but, in the budget, they couldn't really show it, but it that
1: much. Was that really Reptile though? Because he just said, um, he told uh, Melina, right? He said, fetch the reptilians. Yeah. And that we didn't necessarily, prove that that was in fact reptile
0: you're right you're right I will give you that right there I think as a as a community though we're led to believe it's reptile
1: and of course of course but again that was never and I'm pretty sure but but had it been I think they would have said like oh yeah I'm gonna name him reptile because you know that's how campy this movie was going but I they would did have been it.
0: happy with that I would have been okay <laughs> with it like you're a reptile go for it like alright no problem like fuck it why not Oh. no because
1: again like i'm like because then that, that that just kind of makes it even worse because that would have been reptile but i don't think this was reptile i think this was a test of the waters maybe um because again all he said was the reptilians and he yeah. said plural reptilians so um uh, and he wasn't even necessarily a fighter right like uh he was just kind of like there he was like just more of like a thing like um sent out to do a job i don't i don't think that was reptile
0: i hope not man because the amount of people that were killed in this movie um and of course going into a sequel there's definitely there's, we have a lot of characters left to go with if you want to do a sequel, yes it's just feels i'm not weird.
1: mad at that I, I i'm not mad at that because mortal Kombat is death like and as much as i hate it that they killed killed kung lao so fucking early as, as they did too which was like one of the weakest deaths there. Um, It's needed. Like, you need to do that. Because, again, it's Mortal Kombat. Like, uh, you cannot fall in love with characters here. Because they're gonna die. Like, that is the whole point of this fucking game. Is you even know that you're going to die to protect the world. Or to claim another world. Like, you're going to battle to the ultimate death. um, To do this. And that is why you are part of this game. So... I, I I mean uh, it is a little stupid and like unnecessary that they killed every single villain here except for um, Shang Tsung, which is like no, that's kind of dumb. Like now you're just overselling the heroes who like even Raiden called like weak. Like we'll get to Raiden in a second, but I was okay with all the deaths because it's gonna happen. It's Mortal Kombat. I would have been mad if they did not kill enough people. I don't mind the deaths. I
0: just mind pointless deaths. I would rather a death have some merit to it. Like, it means something. I, I see what they were trying to set up for Cole, but I feel like that was the wrong character. I feel like Goro should have never died at the hands of Cole whatsoever. Oh, no. Absolutely I would have accepted not. if it was Scorpion. I would have accepted if it was Liu Kang. Hell, even Kung Lao to some extent. And then that gives Chang some motivation to kill him. Um, you know, I I feel that what this movie lacks in, people are not seeing. I think it reminds me of Venom in a way, and I know people love Venom to the T. They they look at that movie, they're like, "That's my movie." Tom Hardy's the best Venom we've ever seen on film. There's not a lot of representation of Venom anyway in film, so there you go, people. But I, me personally, I saw all the flaws in that movie, and I, I was just, I felt like that movie was just doing comedy, just to do comedy, but it wasn't respecting the characters whatsoever. And here, I feel like you have a, a director, first time director for this movie who seems like he has a pulse on Mortal Kombat, but also wants to do like Joel Schumacher and do his own Batman movie. He was doing the same thing as well, too. It was like, well, I love these characters, but I think I could put spins on them and everybody will like me for that. I don't know if that was executed properly.
1: I don't necessarily think that that was the point of view. Again, you got like, as you said it here, this is a, um, you know, this is a first-time director, right? And then you have the Russo brothers, you know, doing whatever script the fuck that they did, right? Um, So, if anything, that's where my most disappointment lies is in the script itself. Like, there was no reason for um, Raiden to crack a joke. Like, that was just unnecessary. Um, (laughs) But, again, like, for what this was, I think it was executed very, very, very well. Um, I think once, and I'm, I'm, I'm totally gonna do this and I'm sorry, but uh, I think once you started seeing the flaws, like all you consistently saw were the flaws. Um, and that sucks because that, that is just a horrible experience because once you get into that frame of mind, then everything else is just like completely bad. And the thing is, is like, this movie was not that fucking bad. It really wasn't. There's a lot of mess into it, yes. And then, and as bad as this may sound, all right, Especially from a first-time director and knowing especially how bad the, the, the game community is, right? Um, there was no guarantee that you could do, um, you know, multiple movies out of this, right? I mean, yes, you can set it up all day, but, you know, if, if the fan base is going to trash it, then, you know, that's what's going to happen. So, yes, he could have put in a lot more effort to make this a better movie, but now I think that there's a lot of opportunity to do better in the second, and I think that's what's gonna happen. Um, I I know people have this perception that all sequels are bad. No, that's not the fucking case. You can have, and there are really great fucking sequels out there, and I think that this is an opportunity to really reestablish yourself, Um, especially now, you know, the the pandemic's gonna be fucking off, right? Um, You have valuable information here from critics, from people, from Facebook, from social media. You have valuable information here on what went wrong and what went right. And you can do better. It's not a bad movie. It really isn't. It's, it's just like any other fucking movie where there's a lot of shit that's gone wrong. But it's still performed very well. I will sp- I will respect your your thoughts on it.
0: Uh, and I will speak for the community that that has shit on this movie, and for my thoughts. Being as a first time director and having this this huge property at your fingertips, and yeah. Being, being I, I still don't find that as an excuse because your hand was being held by Russos, and I feel that even with your hand being held, there were some creative decisions that that director made. Um, knowing that this would split the community um, he could have dialed back and made a a fan-centric film that would have made everyone happy and maybe would have satisfied People to want to see a sequel, rather than have maybe low expectations for a second movie. Now after what they saw, I don't. But there are mind. no low expectations. I
1: I, 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 what I'm seeing is that everybody's psyched to see what, what, what could be done in a second movie. That's why I'm know. actually surprised. Happy. I've seen
0: people on uh, the opposite side of the spectrum as well too saying that they don't want to see a second movie because they don't want to see other characters get massacred the way they were on the film.
1: But I I don't think that many characters were massacred. I thought like Cabal was badass. Um Kana was badass. Mm-hmm. Sonya was great, right? Mm-hmm. Um uh, I personally like Liu Kang. Kung Lao was fantastic. I mean, did he have to die early? No, but again, there has to be death. So I'm totally okay with that. Um, I think there's a lot of opportunity for Raiden and Shang Tsung to do better and to be better, especially if you actually give them something to do. They had nothing to do in this movie. They really didn't. So now, you have an opportunity to actually give them something, right? So I, I, I'm expecting that in the second movie. Um, well,
0: Raiden had a lot to do. Let's talk about Raiden for a second. Raiden, you know, the whole theme of Shang Tsung the Vader was that the gods were not paying attention so that way he can get away with half the things he was doing. To then have Raiden literally say, be gone! And everyone's basically vanquished. So specifically raiden could have stopped all this massacre if he wanted to raiden could have saved the lives of many people in earth realm because the rules were being broken but he didn't he's an asshole he wanted to see how things would play out i get it just character growth you want to see your heroes fucking get some kind of motivation to fight to defend earth but at the end of the day you're a fucking asshole god you could have just said be gone Shang Sun. wait to the tournament because that's your one job well no but well
1: yes 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 but as as i'm gonna (laughs) as i'm gonna defend the movie it was there was even a line that said aren't you banned from intervening um and he was yeah oh intervening in the tournament
0: in the tournament he is banned from
1: part of the tournament
0: it's not part of the tournament! They invaded! They invaded Earth Realm. and he fucking said, be gone. He has all the power in the world to say, fuck everyone, I'm here. That's why in the second game, he fights because the fact that they're invading, essentially, Earth in a way. So he has to take arms in this movie, like, it makes sense. Yes, if you were on the ship going to Shang Sun's Island, if you were on Shang Sun's Island specifically, hell, if you were having a tournament anywhere in Earthrealm, he is bound by the laws of Mortal Kombat not to intervene. But Mortal Kombat was not made in this movie whatsoever. No one specifically said, this is the Mortal Kombat tournament, so I cannot intervene.
1: (laughs) He couldn't intervene. (laughs) So... So he, this, he gives he him motivation. Like, fuck but fuck that. This gives him <laughs> motivation to participate in the games of Mortal Kombat in Part Two, which is but, I'm, I'm hoping, expecting to happen.
0: Maybe, but he's the god. He's the protector of Earthrealm. You are doing a shitty job protecting Earthrealm. <laughs> I'm just saying, posing like, "Ha! Here's my lightning, bitches! Ha! There you go! Ha! Teleport you there! Ha! Shang Sun, you ain't gonna say shit now!" Like, I, I, I get it. I, I totally get. It. What the thought process behind the movie is, I totally get it. And and to some degree, you're right. When I saw the flaws, I saw I was focusing a lot more flaws than enjoying the movie. I did enjoy a lot of the parts that were campy, like the fatalities. I think all the fans of Mortal Kombat enjoyed that, but we knew that going into the movie. What I didn't appreciate was the force feeding of this movie. As soon as I saw that baby there, and I knew that the baby was being rescued, I knew that this had something to do with Cole. And I knew this was really oh, yeah, a coal-centric movie, and that somehow, some way, he was gonna take down the bad guys. That he was gonna be the the theme of this movie, and he was a horrible theme. Like he was a horrible protagonist. He was someone that did not grow even after the movie. His, his motivations no. mean nothing to me after the movie. He's still like, no, like coal. He's still depressed Cole.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I would love, and I think everyone else would love, too, if um, they killed him off, like, immediately at the second movie. Like, he's the first one to yeah. fucking die in the tournament. Yeah. Like, so that would be fantastic. Because, again, he has no reason to be a centric part of that. I mean, Scorpions, if if we're going to be, you know, stick to the movie, Scorpion's story is pretty much fulfilled. So there's no reason for him to be. Um, right?
0: Exactly. <laughs> it's like if, if you know, Behan comes back as Noob Saibot then you know he has more of a motivation to take that character out i totally get it but you know there's a lot to like there's a lot of there's a lot of groundwork to cover going into a sequel in this movie Plot holes that you need to fill up, so that way that people could get a better understanding of these characters. If you're new to the franchise, that's a lot of work, and I see them not even putting that work in. I just see them. Well, they didn't care the first time they liked it, and that's
1: you. That's your fucking fault, though. No, I can see that. No, I can see them, especially with the amount of movie, amount of money that this movie made so far in a pandemic, which was like the biggest concern. Is you know, like not only so much the fact that you know like uh, a release in the movie but compared to how every other movie has just done right um obviously uh kong versus uh goji like totally like blew that out of the park but it set a standard so now this is gonna do pretty well and given the budget that this movie had is actually a really small budget for this type of movie, right? Okay, but
0: you're shooting yourself in the foot right there, because you're basically feeding to the masses right now that movies don't equate to anything. Script does not equate to anything. Good storytelling doesn't mean anything.
1: That punch me punch I never you, said that. When but... did I say that? I said I I, I, I pointed out several times mm-hmm. that I don't think that this is so much the director's fault more so than um the uh uh the script itself. The, the script was just like
0: the director has to say if the script is good to use or not or I'm going to make some changes.
1: Still there's the script was just bad. <laughs> no, I mean that's what that's what I meant. The the fucking the characters i i don't blame the characters because they're given that script to do i mean yes you can create the character in your mind all day and you know you're responsible for portraying that character but again at the end of the day you're bound by that script there's only so much you can do when the script and the director are holding you to that but um yeah i think I think, I think that this can all be fixed in a second movie, and um, I believe that they will do that. Again, you have a lot of valuable information that came out of this movie. Um, You made a shit ton of money from this movie, like, really compared, you know, for the current standard, it did. It made a shit ton of mo- money, and I think that they can utilize it very well, and I, I'm i giving them the benefit of the doubt that they will.
0: Okay, but when, when does it become an issue when lack of storytelling... And uh, um, I just, in general, lack of proper filmmaking um, it, it is taking like all that proper uh, scripts, proper filmmaking, proper direction of a film, motivations for characters. When does that take a backseat to the money that a film can be made? Because that's where we're at right now. We're at a point in time, the last couple of years, that the script, characters, motivation, hell, even acting, take a backseat to just punch punch kick kick everything explodes here's a million dollars
1: um see you're over you're overthinking that so much because i'm somebody who thoroughly and and this is why i don't like a lot of movies because i think their story is just absolute shit i don't understand how people like a lot of things this is why i don't like a lot of comedy movies because Mm. it is a very repetitive fucking script right i hate it but In this current situation right now, and, and, and yes, we, the gamers know, and the people who actually study the lore will know the kind of story that Mortal Kombat does. We're not, uh, let's, let's stop fixating on like a whole general idea because there's not a lot, there's not enough data to give you that conclusion, right? Resident Evil. Focusing, we're going to get to Resident Evil in a second, um, But Mortal Kombat itself, right? Like, as you said even earlier, a lot of people will skip over the scrolls and shit, right? Just to get to the next fight. And uh, I'm pretty sure that there's there's an equal amount of people who care about the talent and what they can do on the game rather than the lore and the story of that. You know that. And you cannot doubt that. You cannot deny that at all. That there's I don't want to say probably more, but I'm pretty sure that there's a shit ton of people that don't give a shit about the Mortal Kombat storyline. They're they're in it for the characters and they're in it for the fighting. That's just it. Right? So this is the kind of game where this is the kind of game where the movie can go either way. And I think that they kind of added in half of each half of a kind of shit story but then the other half was pure what everyone else was expecting now Uh going to a thing like resident evil right now when it comes to story i'm holding this new resident evil coming out on a way higher pedestal than mortal kombat because resident evil is a story it is that's what the game was based on that is that is not
0: fair whatsoever you know that that's that's a bold statement to make because there's a lot of
1: people
0: i will say there's a lot of people that go into resident evil just to shoot zombies and don't care about the story as well too
1: yes no definitely no go no no, that is why people love the original game. That's why it did so fucking well. Because you're not just people in a mansion. You're people uncovering the dirtiness of this ginormous, um, this ginormous company that you're finding out. Like, holy shit, these people are pieces of shit. And then the story, this uh, for part two. Part two is what really solidified, and that's why people love Part Two more than Part One is because of the story, because of the tragedy of William Birkin and uh-huh. um, the the um, the collaboration between Leon and Claire um, as two people surviving. There's no love interest there. It's like, bro, we got to get the fuck out of here, right? That is the story, and I think it's because of Resident Evil Two is what solidified people's interest in Resident Evil because of that story. So That's, you cannot compare a oh, story-based game oh, like Resident Evil to Mortal how, Kombat because you can't. compare No, these because are two entirely different. All no.
0: Resident Evil past movies have made a shitload of money diverting for the original stories of the game and having this one made-up character named Alice take over the same goddamn franchise that you hold so beloved in your mind right now that this whole fandom loves as well too people went out in drones to see what eight stupid movies stupid movies that just you know, had resident people
1: were no those movies were awful those movies were fucking terrible but the it's curiosity money. is what intrigued people because by the second movie they already saw how much What was it uh what's his name ws anderson whatever yeah. but yeah they already saw how much he was already um devolving from the games but is that so, your resident evil though is that
0: your Resident no evil? is that the no. fans resident evil no so that equates to the same thing with they, this mortal kombat
1: no it's exactly the because same they, thing no those they attracted an entirely different um an entirely different audience that had never been introduced to something like Resident Evil before. Um, this is... No. These are two entirely different things, bro. It's the same game movie that goes through different premises
0: that have major changes to the plots of the original content. With no, made characters is,
1: thrown in. This is a strict fighting game compared to an actual adventure game.
0: It's a... Str- hey... There's layers to that fighting game, though. Is There's
1: a lot of layers going on from Mortal Kombat. Because we know that. Because we Ooh. know that. Because we actually delve into that. for Mortal Kombat no, 4 there's and There's just up. as much people who only care about the fighting and don't know that there is any lore to this at all. Just as much as there's people. But you cannot say the same thing for Resident Evil because Definitely it is a story-based game. People love no. Nemesis as no. a villain just
0: because of a Marvel versus Capcom game.
1: That's the generation no. living right there's now. There's a lot of people. No, there's a lot yes. of people who probably don't even know that he was a Capcom versus Marvel. I will character. guarantee
0: you, fifty percent of that fan base right there loves to play that game because it's shoot him, shoot him, shoot him, zombie, zombie, zombie. I, I'm pretty goddamn sure that there's a lot of people that love the lore just as much as you love the lore as well too. I will say more than uh, more than half, dude. But I guarantee you, there's a lot of people just like Mortal Kombat that pick up the game just to shoot shit and call it a day.
1: I I, I do not think that you can compare these two because they're not even the same genre of game. They're, they're not. not the, they're they're no. You cannot but compare the films.
0: You can compare the films because the films take a drastic and dramatic approach to the content.
1: But what films are you talking about? I'm talking about – so when when we're – right now, when you're focusing on story, right? Here's the thing. You can – what I'm saying is that you can, with Mortal Kombat, you can go either way as far as the story goes. You can either focus – primarily on the fighting or you can focus primarily on the story. They kind of did a mixture of both. With the new Resident Evil coming now, I guarantee you especially when you're making and and I know where you, I know what you're going to do here, mm-hmm. but I'm still going to counter it. But this director made such a bold statement as st- sticking strictly to the um scripts of the first and second game because it is a story-based game on the script of the first and second game mm-hmm. um that that's what the that's what the new movie is going to be based and inspired out of so people are gonna go because everybody was so upset what we got with the original so they want not everybody
0: because not everyone that movie made billions of dollars collectively <laughs> but anyway um <clears throat> And I'm talking about no. the, those films. I'm not talking about the the films that you're gonna get in the future. I'm talking about the established films for
1: the established No, I franchise. know you are. Yeah, I, and and I'm gonna say it shit all day. I, I am. The second one was tolerable. Tolerable. <laughs> we can agree on that. It was yeah. tolerable. But I mean, <laughs> but, it, it almost but, follows but, the Mortal uh, Kombat
0: presence, though, right? Like I, you have the the. They, it has the DNA of Resident Evil Nemesis. It has the DNA, it just doesn't have, like, the body whatsoever. It's like a clone yes, of that game. I, I get it, yes,
1: yes. But what I'm saying is, I think, because this is going back to, you know, your 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 question or your statement, that I think the new Resident Evil is going to make a ton of money because the story is going to be that good. I think that they are really going to do justice by that, with that story, Um, on the new Resident Evil movies which unfortunately got pushed back so I'm very pissed off about that as it is and so going back to Mortal Kombat I think and I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt and when it comes a day and I'm wrong I will allow you to tell me how wrong I was and I will take (laughs) it on the podcast in front of all our fucking listeners (laughs) that if they do a second movie I'm saying that they're going to use the resources that they made Right. Come when it comes to money, when it comes to feedback. I, they're going to use that and they're going to make an even better movie the second time around.
0: Would you sh- stick with the same director or would you go with someone more
1: experienced? <sighs> I would go with a different director.
0: I would go with a director... Um, what was his name? Mike Daugherty? Uh, I believe that. I think that's his name. The one who directed Godzilla... Uh, no, sorry. Godzilla King of Monsters. I think that oh, dude has has a, sure. a, a beat, a heartbeat on fighting, on fan service, and also creating a world of his own, but also it interjecting lore that makes sense. I think he, also- he is great also
1: callbacks he knows yes. when and where to do callbacks yeah my biggest one of my other biggest complaint about this movie was the lack of music was the lack of like the, the like the theme you could hear like little presence of it every now and then but for the most part like one thing that has always interested me about like specific movies and like fight scenes is the sounds surrounding it right um, I'm, I'm trying to think of like I, there's been some movies that I've seen that like you have like a fight scene or like kind of like gearing up to a fight scene that just has like badass music just going to it and I fucking love that because it kind of pumps you up I didn't get that here like at all it was kind of like null yeah it was so. a lack of it was a lack of a
0: central theme when it comes to the soundtrack when it comes to the score and of course we had the 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 remix version of the mortal Kombat techno theme at the end which it was fun to hear but at the same time it was like at that point in the time i was like this is like a a blood feud fight like i don't know if that was needed i don't know it was fun to hear but i'm not sure if it was needed at that
1: time no 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 but i hold it that they will do a second movie and it's going to be better time around. But talking about this movie here, are we rated again to get into our overall ratings?
0: Yeah, go for it. Uh, give me a, from one to five in stars right now. What would you give it?
1: One to five in stars. I'm going to give it a solid four. <laughs> Heart attack. <Yes. laughs> I felt it. Yes. Yes. You know why? Because I got what I was expecting, but I also went. Not expecting anything other than just campiness. Like I knew what I was gonna get from a combat movie, I would have liked. So here's the thing: I was able to put away what I, what I would have liked, and was able to enjoy. Excuse me. What? uh, What? I, I was able to enjoy what was presented to me because what I liked, what I wanted, ultimately only comes up to a certain point to an extent that really matters right because i could have been completely blown away completely surprised and it would have been like nothing that i would have wanted right but still been surprised that wasn't necessarily the case here but what i was given was fantastic um i loved the graphics overall um it wasn't like horrible um i love what they did with the characters i loved the mortal kombat aspect that was in it and I love the actors so like I thought it was great and I'm ready to see more and that's why I love it because if I really didn't like it I wouldn't be defending it I wouldn't want to watch a sequel but I personally liked it after watching it for a second time
0: um, I'm gonna go with a three three stars for this Uh, I think like you said the visuals were great I thought some of the acting was pretty good. I thought some of the characters were spot on. The campiness was warranted. I loved the campiness. The fatalities were fun. It wasn't as gory as they promoted it. Like they promoted this as like the red band movie that that would be banned in other countries if you saw it. Um, I think the lack of motivation for certain characters. Um, the lack of direction or the lack of script for certain characters really affected the movie. I really feel like there's a lot of cuts in this movie that just made no sense. Um, it looked like on certain parts they, they they just were putting filler just to put in filler like certain characters. Oh, for um, sure. I, I feel like I, I didn't have an expectation going into this movie because throughout cinema we have seen many times that they just cannot get video games to work in film. I don't know what it is. I really don't. I know it's Only really one. great. Please tell me, which one is it? Silent Hill. Silent Hill is the best video game movie ever made. Hmm.
1: I, will video agree game to, movie.
0: I will agree to disagree with you on that one. That's, I, I enjoy it. Um, but I just feel like they make... Video games are great for series. Like, series are fantastic. If there was this if this was a Mortal Kombat series, and we had, mm. like, a nine to ten episodes arc with all these characters, I think mm. this would have flourished. I think we would have had enough time to to just enjoy every single character and enjoy their motivations and why they're there in the first place, and what the mm. outcome could be. I, I would enjoy that. I think this director would flourish if this was a series, but... but we do have an opportunity to see that. Just we, d- we do. We do. We
1: do. With um, The Last of
0: Us. Oh, yes, definitely, and I think that's going to be fantastic as well, too, but I think I'll give that a three because my expectation was low going into this, but what was presented to me wasn't what I I came into the theater for. I came into mm-hmm. to the theater for a whole experience for a franchise that I love. And Mm. I feel that uh, there was a lot of shortcuts being made and I could be forgiving to that. But the fact that you interject a made-up character that has a lack of motivation and didn't really learn anything at the end of the movie either whatsoever, really doesn't do anything for me whatsoever. I mean, yes, we're supposed to care that Johnny Cage may be coming in the next movie. Cool. I would have took this even better if Johnny Cage was the main character. If this was a Johnny Cage movie and he was the Cole character of just trying to, like, be a martial artist instead of a fucking actor, I would have enjoyed that because we would have had the campiness that we love from Johnny Cage along with all the other characters. And maybe he finds out that he's an actually great fighter. I I can take that. But the fact that this Cole young character does nothing for the film whatsoever, it actually brings the film down. And we don't even get a proper send off of Scorpion and Cole. It just feels like it feels it feels watered down. Um, Mm. I don't know. It's not the Mortal Kombat that I want to watch, but I don't think it's worse than Annihilation. Whatsoever. We need to get drunk and watch Annihilation. I think we'll have we a do. great time.
1: We that, would. That,
0: that is like a live podcast we no. should do
1: on Discord or something. Don't don't get me wrong. There, nothing that you said has been wrong about this movie. Like uh, uh, every gripe that you have about your about the movie is, is is it has merit. It really does. There's a lot about it, but. I didn't let it kill my experience, and I think that's where we differ. Was I was still able to enjoy it, and that's why I'm disappointed because, like, I think I, I think we have an opportunity to enjoy it more. And um, but I, I overall I think that they can, and I think that they should, and I think that they will do better the second time
0: possibly possibly i mean hey we went into low expectations with that last hellboy movie we knew the property we knew the characters we knew we <laughs> hellboy is a beloved character and they massacred that movie but we had a great time watching it because we had low expectations yeah
1: i don't know why they did that that, that to me that was like an unnecessary re- reboot
0: hollywood man that's that's where we're at right now um but i I appreciate you coming on to this man i i think it's much better than me just doing this solo and berating this movie because like i said there is a fan base out there just like you that absolutely adored this movie and wants to see this succeed but i will defend the audience (laughs) that are loyal to the to the source material and they're like what the fuck did we just watch um
1: um (laughs) A lot. And it's to give lot. people, to give people more meat on, like, where I stand on a lot of things, I thoroughly enjoyed Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Fuck everyone else. Yeah, indie is my shit. I did too.
0: I enjoyed, I mean, it's a flawed movie, but I, I think all the Indian shows are
1: flawed oh. at some point. Um, now, you can't, not you, but, like, people have made the arguments, like, Oh, when there's aliens at the end? Okay, so you're gonna tell me a fucking box. <laughs> that, you know, holds or whatever kind of fucking souls is more believable <laughs> than actual fucking aliens where there's actual evidence and you know like th- no you cannot make that argument it's dumb don't ever make it again because i will stop you that didn't bother me i think it was the janky cgi that bothered me i think the
0: parts of like shia labeouf oh, yeah. and indiana jones swinging on vines with monkeys kind of bothered me i was like what am i watching uh, and i then... was not
1: watching i was watching a, a different part of uh uh shia labeouf there <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then of course Shia LaBeouf fencing on a jeep right there with CGI in the background was kind of killing me <laughs> Indiana Jones blowing himself up in the fucking refrigerator in the beginning of the movie I was like alright oh, that, <laughs> that was great but hey Harrison Ford was listening to living his best life so I can't front with that
1: yeah but yeah so I would you, you man would you, would, you, would you tell somebody to watch this movie yeah,
0: I would. I I, I I know you don't agree with this at all. I know you don't agree with this at all, but I'm going to stay, f- stay true to my statement. It, it really is like the American Death Note movie. If you've never seen Death Note ever in your life and you stumbled upon it on Netflix and you're like, huh, okay. You would probably have left that movie and been like, all right, that was that. That was cool, I guess. Um, it's nothing like the source material and then it's, it's uh, a far cry from what the anime gives you or the manga gives you but I think relatively people who do, don't know Death Note came out of that movie and were like okay alright same thing with this. If you've never seen Mortal Kombat, you just heard of Mortal Kombat. You've seen your friends play Mortal Kombat Eleven. You see the blood and the fatalities and people getting chopped up and whatnot. This is your movie. You saw that. You saw Goro get cut in half. You saw, you know, um, um, nikita get sawed by Kung Lao's fucking hat. You saw his soul getting taken by Shang Sun. You saw all the heart taking out taken getting, getting, of the reptilian from Kano. Kano wins. Like, you got all the fatalities. You got all the fun stuff that comes out of Mortal Kombat. So I think if you're in it for that, yeah. If you're in it as a fan, I think there are going to be some t- tough times watching this movie because you're going to want what you already know. You're gonna want more lore from Scorpion and Sub Zero. You're gonna have questions. I don't like leaving movies with more questions than answers. That's how you get a part two, bro. (laughs) Man, there's a difference between wanting to know the questions and still feeling fucking clueless coming out of it.
1: No, I get you. I get you. Yeah. But
0: I respect your opinions, man.
1: That's why I wanted to do this with
0: you because I wanted to hear your side of it too.
1: Yes, no, and I needed it because, uh, no, I, I know quite a handful of people that hated this movie, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to let that slide. <laughs> <laughs> well, Great Jake,
0: conversations. if people, I know you don't like giving plugs like that, but if they want to talk to you more about Mortal Kombat, maybe the future of it, or hell, if they want to talk to you about the upcoming Resident Evil movie and how that's that sparking your interest and how you are anticipating that movie, where can people talk to you or find you?
1: they can always find me on instagram my uh, my uh user tag thing is jcb underscore a l x n d e r jacob alexander um you can also find me always co-hosting when i can <laughs> and when I'm not flaking out on um, PCF as always and you know, you can see me chiming in on Facebook every now and then, um, throwing in my little opinion, saying shit to piss off Frank because you know that's what I like to do. Well <laughs> <laughs> oh, I appreciate it, buddy. And then are as we always. are we
0: ever gonna get you like back on the mic again?
1: Um I'm still thinking about it. I, I really am. Um I I want to approach it with heart. I really do. Um, I have more fun doing this. I don't like being under the limelight. I I like to be a side character like that. That's what I am. I'm the the fucking um, what's her name the the Abby, uh, <laughs> um, you know the neighbor from Wandavision. Like that's who I am. Oh, I you're, you're Agatha. Okay, yeah, I'm you're, Agatha. Yeah, you're the Tina Turner
0: in uh in uh, Thunderdome. For, exactly. for Mad Max, I got you. <laughs> That's high
1: praise right there. <laughs> um, eventually, down the line, again, once I once I once I figure myself out and figure out, you know, the kind of content I want to cover, um, I'll probably throw back into it. Okay, I appreciate that. I appreciate
0: that, guys. If you want to talk to me, Lucha Valsis go on Twitter, Lucha go on Instagram, PCF podcast on Instagram and Twitter, and Pop Culture Fanatics on Facebook, where we have a lot of fun there as well too. Pop Culture Fanatics is everywhere from um, iHeart Radio to Pandora, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor. You name it, we're there. So download it, share, subscribe, and if you even have gripes about us please throw that in the dms let us know or even go on the pages and let us know you guys don't know what the fuck y'all is talking about and we'll go ahead and we'll have a good time with you because we hold no punches that's who we are
1: that's who we are
0: (laughs) (laughs) we give no fucks no fucks are given on this podcast but we thank you for staying with us for for the hour plus on this podcast the two hours that we Mm -hmm. have in here and um Mm -hmm. jake i thank you for being an awesome awesome co-host as always and until the next one brother
1: Till the next one. (laughs) Take it easy.